0: Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of Mana for today. My name is Chris. I will be your host, and if you would take your copy of God's Word and open up to the letter of Paul to the Ephesians, uh, to Ephesians in chapter one, uh, and if you listen to our last episode, uh, I just read through Ephesians one, and one of the things that I, I wanted to point out and did point out, not wanted to but did, is how Christocentric um, this this. This opening chapter of Paul's letter to the church at Ephesus is, and uh, so I just wanted to uh, to go through uh, this chapter and take a look specifically at uh, every way we see uh, Paul uh, centering everything he's writing to the church at Ephesus uh, on Christ. Um, and so, what I'd love for you to do is, if you're sitting down, you have your copy of God's Word open, uh, get a pen. Uh, get a highlighter, whatever you want to do. It's okay to write in your Bible. It's okay to highlight in your Bible. Um, but uh, this is just an amazing reminder um, of what our lives should look like. So check this out. Um, uh, Paul goes through here and and there is, out of, out of the entire first chapter, uh, out of 23 verses, there's only two. Two verses out of the whole thing. Really, you could say one and and I'll point to that when we get there, where um, where it's not entirely centered upon um, that the Lord Jesus Christ as it should be. Um, this is what our lives should look like. So check this out. Um, Paul says, uh, "Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, by the will of God, to the saints who are, to the saints who are at Ephesus, who are faithful in Christ Jesus, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ." Blessed be the God and Father uh, of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ, just as He chose us in Him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before Him. In love, He predestined us to adoption as sons through Jesus Christ to Himself, according to the kind intention of His will, to the praise of the glory of His grace, which He freely bestowed on us in the Beloved. In Him we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of His grace, which He lavished on us in all wisdom and insight. He made known to us the mystery of His will according to His kind intention, which He purposed in Him. With a view to an administration suitable to the fullness of times, that is the summing up of all things in Christ, things in the heavens and things on the earth in Him." Also, we have obtained an inheritance, having been predestined according to His purpose, who works all things after the counsel of His will, Uh, to the end that we who were the first to hope in Christ would be to the praise of His glory. Verse 13, In Him you also, after listening to the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation, having also believed, you were sealed in Him." with the Holy Spirit of promise, who is given as a pledge of our inheritance with a view to the redemption of God's own possession to the praise of His glory. For this reason I too, having heard of the faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, in the Lord Jesus, excuse me, which exists among you uh, and your love for all the saints. Verse 16 is the only time, the only time we don't see Paul pointing us to Christ in Christ um, to God. So verse 16, do not cease giving um, uh, he's saying, I do not cease giving uh, thanks for you while making mention of you in my prayers. Verse 17 that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you uh, may give to you a spirit of wisdom and of revelation and the knowledge of Him. Verse 18 he says, "I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened so that you will know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance to the saints. And what is the surpassing greatness of his power towards us who believe? These are in accordance with the working of the strength of his might, which he brought about in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places. Far above all rule, And authority and power and dominion in every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one to come. That's the one verse again where I I said there were two, but verse 21 again is pointing back to Christ. He's far above all rule, authority, power, and dominion. Verse 22 And he put all things in subjection under his feet and gave him as head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. Do you see that? how, again, just richly Christocentric this chapter uh, of Ephesians is. And and so here's a question for us. Um, is this how we operate? Um, is everything we think, say, and do centered in, on, and through the Lord Jesus Christ? Do we stop and think of our redemption often? Do we stop and think about what we're saved from and who we're saved unto? And who is the author and the one who initiates our salvation? It is all wrought and brought about by the Lord Jesus Christ. That is the will of the Father. It is crystal clear, crystal clear. Um, You know, and just a couple of cross references. Of course, Paul. In his letter to the church at Colossae, in the the letter of Paul to the Colossians, we see in verse 15, we see Paul say, he is the image of he being Christ, the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For by him, all things were created, both in the heavens and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things and in him... All things hold together. All there means all. So what does that mean for us? What should our lives reflect and look like um, because of this? Because uh, the, uh, of, of the truth that we have been saved by the riches of his grace. That it's, it's not of our doing that no man may boast. Paul says that later in Ephesians 2. Um, what should our lives look like? What should we be thinking on and dwelling on and focused on? Well, the answer is right there Jesus Christ, the Lord Jesus Christ. So I'll wrap up with today, as in asking myself this question and putting this question before you um, Do our lives reflect that of being Christocentric? Everything we think, say, and do. Um, Colossians chapter 3, verses 1 through 4 say this Therefore, if you have been raised up with Christ, Keep seeking the things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on the things above, not on the things that are on earth, for you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, is revealed, then you will also be revealed with him in glory. Do our lives reflect that? Do we live a Christocentric life in thought, word, and deed? Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Mana For today. We love you. We'll see you on the next one.